Thank you for tuning into More Than a Felon. I'm your host, Ladell Hayes, T26179, the ex-felon. After serving a prison sentence of 11 and a half years, I was able to get back into society and founded my very own nonprofit organization called Operation Flame. However, society is not always the most forgiving when inmates are being reintroduced after serving prison time. Here are more than a felon, we will conduct live interviews with ex-felons who have found success within their community and are striving to change the lives of others. Join us every week where you can experience real topics from ex-felons as well as real-time phone calls with currently incarcerated inmates to get their opinion on how we can reduce the spread of incarceration. Ex-felons in society have paid their debts to the rights for freedom, but many are challenged to change the way we are viewed by public perception. For more information regarding matters such as these, please feel free to visit our website at operationflame.com. Grand Rising, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Adele Hayes, here at More Than a Felon. Episode based on not just police brutality, but rather police sentencing, uh, special treatment to police officers, uh, which I've been um, showed to citizens of the United States for eons and eons of years. Um, we, we have, just last week, an officer in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, he was charged with first-degree murder. And when you're charged with uh, a murder, the district attorney is constantly in contact with the family whom they are representing. I guess there's a start to no pretrial hearing to start the trial. Come to find out that unbeknown to the family, the district attorney strikes a deal with the police officer's defense attorney. He took a deal and pled guilty on a manslaughter. How do you go from first degree murder to a manslaughter and receive a three year sentence. Now, mind you, this three-year sentence is included halftime. Not just included with halftime, but also good time credit for the little bit of time already served. So more than likely, this officer is going uh, to prison on what's called a turnaround. He's just going to get a CDC number, Department of Corrections number, and he will be released. What's justice served? I truly believe when this case happened in 2018, they already knew they just go through the regular formalities. And then when it comes down to trial, we will allow you to plead guilty to a lesser charge. How many times does this happen to minorities? None police officers, none police officers of color. Even when the case is circumstantial evidence and there's a lack of evidence to support a, a guilty verdict. All you want as a prosecuting attorney is a conviction. I've known people to take a deal for 15 years because the case was weak, but you give an officer who killed a black man three years. It's beyond rare to see or hear you charged for first degree murder, which carries a minimum maximum 
of a life sentence, meaning 25 to life, 35 to life, 40 to life, to a plea bargain for three years. Are you kidding me? I'm surprised the judge, well, I'm not surprised, but how can the judge even allow that plea bargain to be accepted? And I know that the judge is a referee between both parties, but was this fair? And when I say both parties, of course, the prosecuting attorney and the district, I mean, and the uh, defense attorney, three years, you, I, I, the judge was involved with this too. Had to be. How can you let this happen? This officer killed the man and he only received three years to a lesser charge from a first degree murder to a manslaughter. I served more time than that on an armed robbery conviction and no one was killed. Somebody died in this case. Three years. That was the plan from the jump. No, sad. It is sickening. I hope and pray that judge, as well as the prosecuting attorney, face some type of reprimand for that. Complete violation of your civic duty and trust. I don't, I don't, I don't understand this. I can't fathom this. You don't even address the family. They just walk in and they hear, hey, we wish your agreement. And I plead guilty to first degree, from our first degree murder to a manslaughter. You're talking about justice served for who? The family of the suspect? Yeah, they received their fair amount of justice. The guy's going home. But what about the family of the young man that was killed? What legal justification do we have to say, that was justified. The judge should not have even allowed that to happen, even to be considered. You are a referee between the prosecution and the defense attorney. A plea bargain. Now, if you would have said, you know what, we have a plea bargain for 30 years, 35 years, I can kind of halfway agree with that. It avoids a life sentence, but it gives the family some type of relief versus three years. This, we're not playing on an equal playing field, as we know. Sad to say, to the city and state, uh, Nashville and you know, Tennessee, I hope that you guys understand the importance of voting. It helps in so many ways. Get people out of there. Get people in office that don't have a problem with prosecuting rogue police officers. This was all a plan. Charge the man. Let the formalities just take its play. Let this brush away for a couple of years. Then when it's time for trial, we'll give you a backdoor plea bargain. Don't worry about it. You just, you just, you just hang tight. You one of ours, we'll take care of you. That's what they did. That's exactly what they did. Three years. There should be all kinds of petition signs to remove the judge, remove him. And do not let him receive no pension, no retirement, no nothing. When you practice law, you should not allow that to happen. The prosecuting attorney should have said, oh, hell no. I mean, it happens a lot before trial. People take plea bargains. That's, a, that's common um, around the United States. Every city, every county, people take plea bargains to avoid trial and avoid the maximum sentence that they can actually receive. But they do receive some type of lengthy sentence. Every person that I know, especially when I was incarcerated and I'm going to court, uh, 
every two weeks, just about. These individuals were charged with most of all first degree murders. None. In the 18 months that I was fighting my case, going back and forth to court before I was sentenced, not one person that I know received a plea bargain like that on a murder charge. That's unheard of for us. But for good old boys and their racist network pertaining to law enforcement, they have, they are basically gods of law enforcement. When would they receive the maximum sentence for crimes they committed? Chauvin received 22.5 or half years. The hell? You need on that man's neck for over nine minutes. You looked as if you were on top of the world. Civilians and citizens who were there begging and pleading with you to get up. You looked at them like, the hell are you looking at? I don't have to answer to you. I don't, I don't respond to you. You took a man's life and all you received was 22 and a half years. We're receiving more time for robberies in the state of California than what you did for murder and probably with a larger percentage of time that had to be served before we're even eligible to get parole from prison. Trump say, stop the steal. That's all you guys are doing. You have to get into the polls and create a new way of law enforcement, a new way of governing law enforcement. Put people in office that don't mind prosecuting police officers for what they do. They should be prosecuted the same way in the same manner as non-law enforcement individuals. This is wrong on every level, beyond sickening. How can we receive justice due? But when it comes, I'm not always going to play the race card. I am now. On this one, I have to. Because when it comes down to white officers killing a black man, the legal system, which is predominantly made up of white males, will always protect their white counterparts. In the state of California, it costs $80,000 a year to incarcerate one man. There's a point, there was a point in time when there was over 172,000 inmates within the California Department of Corrections. I'm not even gonna multiply that math. You figure it out. They don't wanna let us out. But law enforcement can break the laws to the highest level, and he really don't want them in. Not for a long time. You take a gun and you continuously shoot a man. You're shooting him. You keep shooting him. You're shooting him. You just slap on the wrist. You, you, they're better off just writing them a ticket. Just go ahead and just pay a little thousand dollar fee and don't worry about it. That's nothing. Three years of manslaughter. Hell, Chauvin faced second and third degree. What happened to those degrees? You just bypass three degrees to give a man three years for manslaughter. And there's proof, the evidence that he killed this man. I wonder how much time will I be facing if that would have been me, a young African-American man who was accused of pulling out a firearm and discharging it against any law enforcement official. A fair trial is what I will receive. There will be no plea bargains. They will want to give me a fair trial.
so that when I do file for appeal, the appellate courts and the appellate judges can say, hey, he had a fair trial. The district attorney argued his case in the right way. The defense put on a good defense, but he was found guilty of his peers. In this case, this officer was not even permitted to face his peers for the crime that he created. Tennessee, I, I'm, I don't, I, sometimes we feel like only way we're going to get justice is to do it ourselves. But now we're putting ourselves at risk because no one's protecting us. You don't protect us from those who are harming us. I think we need the better understanding what the hell just happened. We need an explanation. And I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, no, it, it would have been a hung jury. You guys can see the future. Why not put him in front of a jury of his peers? Let them determine his fate. That's what it's called. Trial by jury. Just the other day, an LAPD officer who created a meme, the meme about George Floyd, the meme says, I believe it happened on Valentine's Day. You take my breath away. The officer was cleared of wrongdoing. That means that it's going to get reinstated, get paid back on the force. Was that not disrespectful? I wonder how other police officers might feel. A lot of officers, I would say, feel that Chauvin was dog dead wrong. And this really shouldn't be a race issue when it comes down to fairness in one's life. Everything is a joke. Just on video the other day, there was a police chief who hung up a sign that says KKK on a black man's rain jacket. And it was caught on the video. You can see the brother laughing, hee hee ha ha. Because he thought it was a joke. Really? You hee ha ha around him? It was a joke. It was a joke the way your forefathers was hung from trees and probably in front of their kids. It was a joke how KKK and other members of white clergy uh, was able to rape your foremothers. That's a joke. Then he gets to retire for pension. Just the, 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 the mayor asked him to be clearest office in 10 minutes. I should have been terminated. Some terminations you shouldn't face, you shouldn't receive the benefits that you solemnly worked for because you were fired for a civil rights violation. It wasn't no joke, he was dead serious. You can he he ha ha all you want. You shouldn't, that officer should have been an upraise. You should have been ruined. Quote unquote, you should have been whooping some ass. This is a, a bad situation that we're facing when it comes down to law enforcement. And if you're not literally seeing it from a bird's eye view where you can see it all, then I guess your eyes are not open. Why are we allowing this to happen? What are we doing about this? Do we not care? The power to vote is some of the most powerful thing, one of the most powerful things that we 
that we have a tool, but will we use it? I can complain because I vote. If you're not going to vote, then don't complain. You know, officers getting away with way too much. These judges are allowing the prosecutors prosecuting attorney and a defense attorney to make backdoor alley type of deals. That makes no sense. I mean, you take my breath away. I don't know if he did it while he was on work uh, or on job related hours. I don't know if he did it at home or just sent it out. But that's that's kind of disrespectful. You know, and, you know, sometimes I just feel that certain people won't understand unless this start happening to young white kids. The policing is so much different here in our neck of the woods versus their neck of the woods. Uh, July 5th. In South Central Los Angeles, a day after one of my cousin's childhood friends was killed, you had a rally, a peaceful rally for whoever did this to be caught. So, yes, there was people around the Manchester area. There were just people just out, just crying out for justice. Why did the LAPD pull up in about 50 cars? Some of them jumped out with shotguns in their hands. No gunshots rang out. There was no threat to anyone, but that's how they do us. You can see them walking with tasers in their hand, shotgun, for what? What crime was committed? Did anybody call in, say they saw a weapon or someone get hurt? No, someone was just killed and their kids is hurting. Their family was hurting. And when you hear about it, sometimes people come together. But for what the LAPD did, you walked around with shotguns in your hands. For what? This is a disgrace. Well, thank you for tapping in to another episode of More Than a Fella. I'm your host, Wendell Hayes. And I look forward to doing some more episodes based on what we see and how we live and hoping one day we can make a change. This is your host again, Adele Hayes, T26179, The Ex-Felon. Thank you for tuning into More Than a Felon, where we will continue to discuss daily issues that affect our communities and highlight the achievements of ex-felons who are now gainfully employed, own their own businesses, or those currently seeking future employment. We appreciate you for listening to the stories of those searching for a second chance in society. Subscribe to our podcast here at More Than a Felon. Join our Facebook group at More Than a Felon and visit our website at operationflame.com for more positive stories such as these you've heard.